You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. It's the last chance for you, last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you, last chance for me. It's the last chance for you, last chance for me. It's the last chance for you, last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. What up, what up? Another Slapdick Podcast coming at you. Episode 22. We got a special guest in the house. Uh, my main man, Spree, on the uh, on the, on the the phone with me. Or, on, on the show with me. And then uh, we got a guest coming in. Uh, uh, makes you know It's real easy to introduce him once you guys understand who he is. And uh, his, his, he goes by the name of Quincy Avery. Give it up. <laughs> Quincy, Quincy, what's going on, man? I appreciate you coming on, man, uh, uh, onto the Slapdick podcast that we just started up, man. And uh, you... you uh, I, I really do appreciate it, man. I, I don't know much about you um, besides watching you here and there, man. And uh, Jordan Palmer kind of hit me to you. And and, uh, and I know, man, real recognizes real. That's one thing that is uh, that is uh, kind of goes around uh, the world that we kind of come from. Um, and, uh, you know, just seeing you and, and seeing how passionate you are uh, talking to kids and the babies and doing those things. Uh, you know, kudos to you, brother, and uh, much love, and I appreciate you coming on and uh, oh yeah, and and being here for sure, man. I appreciate y'all having me on. Oh, uh, man, definitely a pleasure, no doubt. I appreciate it, man. Give me, give the crowd and everybody out there a little background, man. I know uh, you 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 a quarterback guy and a quarterback coach and and a motivator, and and you do a lot of these things. Kind of give your uh, what kind of got you started in this, and kind of give everyone your background, where you're from, and and how you got started in this biz. For sure, I'm a, I'm a quarterback instructor. I work with a, a lot of NFL quarterbacks currently. Um, right now, I'm in the process of training Jalen Hurts for the draft and a couple other college guys. Um, I work with probably 40 to 50 college quarterbacks right now. Come to me on their various breaks between summer, spring break, whenever they get a weekend off, and I run two big high school camps. I get about 100 kids each in Atlanta and Los Angeles, and I work with probably two to three hundred other high school quarterbacks between Atlanta, Charlotte, and Houston. But I, I got into this thing. I'm, I'm the son of a coach. My dad used to coach in NFL, college, always been around the game, fell in love with it, played my college career at Morehouse College. Got done with that, uh, drove out to UCLA and sat on the couch trying to get a job. Mm-hmm. Okay. No doubt. No doubt. And so now you're just doing individual coaching uh you know, individual drills, quarterback uh, camps, and clinics. Yeah, yeah, okay. that, that is my life. Living gotcha. in the quarterback world. Gotcha. How, and how old are you, brother? I'm 33. Okay, okay. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Young buck still. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Shit. Man. Hey, kudos to you for getting the jump start on this thing that we, we call life, man. Shit. You know, it's yeah. hard out there, brother. You know what I'm saying? Um, man, I'm trying to get it rolling. No I lived doubt. out of my car for for four of my 33 years. So I've, I've, I kind of tried to, to work and just grind my way to it. Hey, we got something in common, brother. I appreciate the passion, man. And not a lot of people do it. They all want shit handed to them nowadays. It's just fucking unbelievable. But, um, Hey, I appreciate it, man. Uh, there's a lot of insight. We got a lot to talk about, man. I, you know, watching you, I saw you on ESPN the day other day talking about the black quarterback situation and we'll get into all that, man. That's, that seems like the big topic. I, I, 
I hate bringing this shit up because it's been so, uh, it's unbelievable to me. But, um, you know, the, the black quarterback's getting all this notoriety and shit, man. And, and uh, before that, to me, it, it goes to the black coach, the black athletic director at the NCAA level, and then it, ultimately black ownership in the NFL. I think that shit needs to be fixed before people start talking about the black quarterback. Because, if, correct me if I'm wrong here, there's been black quarterbacks around, man, since before I was, was born. And uh, <clears throat> the L.A. Rams had a great one, man, um, by the name of James Harris in 74. This cat went to the Pro Bowl and was the MVP of the game. And, and the Steelers had a cat named Joe Gilliam who arguably uh, was robbed Super Bowl rings by Terry Bradshaw. So, uh, And then, obviously, we got the Doug Williams of the world, the Warren Moons. Um, the list goes on. But <clears throat> one of my best friends in the world... Um, two of them, actually, Darian Hagan at Colorado and Jamel Holloway, <clears throat> you know, along with Charlie Ward, you can argue were the three best college quarterbacks of their time, especially running the option anyway, um, basically never playing it down in the NFL um, and being screwed out of some things. And you know what I mean? And you, you can argue they're the Mahomes, the Cam Newtons and the Deshaun Watsons of today. And then you got Vic that came along right after the Randall Cunningham era. And uh, you, you also had a cold white boy by the name of Steve Young that would drop it and tuck it and run too. And, <laughs> you know, people people overemphasize, I think, that just now uh, there's black quarterbacks. I, I think I, me and Jordan Palmer were on the phone. We were talking about this the other day. Like, you know, I, he believed it was going to turn into a black position. You know, shit, years ago there, there, there was no black linebackers and then there was no – black safeties and then and then now you know the league is black so i mean uh to me it's just uh it's it's a it's a stereotypical bullshit type of excuse that the media uses but at the same time you know uh what's your thoughts man i mean uh my era me and spree's era growing up we were in the era where we played with some freaks i mean we're talking about nfl dudes that never would you'll never hear other name because they're living in the car right now to this day or in the street and they were told or gone or gone. Yeah. yeah. Dead or buried or in jail, but they were told you're not smart enough. Or then the era came that you can't read the defense. Then the era of the height came in like Charlie Ward. You're not tall enough. So, okay. So I just go fucking play in the NBA for fucking 10 years. It, like, it, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it don't make no sense, man. And so how much, you know, bullshit can someone come up with is, and then you got the Rooney rule and, and, and all this different stuff. Uh, you know, I, you know, I don't know if you know my background, but I'm from Compton, and 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 we, I grew up in this whole thing, kind of being on the outside looking in, uh, compared to the inside looking out, and and uh, you know, I'm just shocked on all this deal, and and uh, you know, I don't know what's your thoughts. I I found it fascinating. I kind of watched your show the other day when you were on with Jalen and 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 the, and the lady. I'm not sure her name. I think she's an agent, <clears throat> but uh, how. How, how, what's your take yeah. on this whole thing, man? Yeah, so 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 my thought is is kind of the same in that it, it needs to start with more representation in the front office between mm-hmm. head coaches, GMs, those type of things that you kind of need to see more more minorities in to continue to change those perceptions that that some people may have. I know a lot of us don't have those, but there's still some people um, who are higher up who don't necessarily want a black quarterback in the same way right. that they'd be open to having somebody else. Bill Polian, um, yeah. Be, be, yeah, yeah, because I mean, there's plenty of there's talented white dudes and talented white dudes, no but um, well, we could just start looking at it for just simply somebody just playing a position. I, I can't wait till we get to the point where we don't have to talk about no doubt a, a black quarterback. Like we had to talk right. about Lamar being a black quarterback because 
really because of so much of what people were saying about what he couldn't do. Right. Um, and it came off in a way that, that made people think it was because he was black. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some things that I think Lamar could have done a little bit better in his pre-draft process to eliminate right. some of these concerns. So there's some things on his end he could have done better. Um, but it's hard just when we know that there's some people have a negative connotation right. based upon that. Like, like you said, some people just say, oh, they may not be smart or they may not be this or that. Um, one of the big things that why I got so big into talking about black quarterbacks um, I trained Deshaun Watson, and he went through that experience of last year or two years ago versus Tennessee Titans. He ends up scrambling or something like that. He was playing second club, goes down the field, completes the Hopkins, but the clock runs out. Um, and the superintendent of the school went on to say, um, "See, that's why you can't ever trust a black quarterback to make smart decisions." Wow. So he said something like that, and that's that's something he works in the school system who said that about some of the black quarterbacks. So I know that there's still a ways to go for us to continue to overcome some of the stereotypes. No but I also know that we have a lot of black representation at the quarterback position in the NFL right now. Right. Probably four of the, the top ten quarterbacks in the league right now. Yep. Black. So yep. we're, we're making strides um, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and it's something that I, I look forward to one day. That's what I have to think about the same way. Say it again. Black yeah. and a linebacker, right? Or black and safety. It's like it's like it's like yeah. It's like saying like the black running back. Like <laughs> shit, the right. black running back. I mean, shit. They've been around. The, the, it's rare to have a white running back. You know, <laughs> we just happen to have a cold right. motherfucker right now playing. You know, <laughs> McCaffrey. But Carolina, yeah. You know, sure. you got Danny Woodhead, a couple white kids out there. But you know, that's a rare thing. You know, like E Forty said, it's rare, rare like white <laughs> running back. But um, you know, back in the day, growing up for me, Steve Largent was a big time receiver. You know, for the Seahawks, and there's a white boy was slow, and then Jerry Rice was right there <laughs> with them. Wasn't much faster, mm-hmm. and then you know, it's just a, it's just BS, it's a good man. Stereotype. We've been living yeah. with that for a long time. Living with that for a long time. I never man. did like a middle linebacker, a white boy middle linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that that yeah. shit ain't right. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> me, me and Coach Brown used to have that little yeah, uh, yeah. I, see, bullshit I used to like white that. boy. Right? I, see, I, you know, I, you know, I, where I grew up, I used to say, nah, we need the white boy linebacker, man. We need the nasty white boy have dip in his mouth, spitting on motherfucker. I, we, I was like, we need the nasty white boy. Middle linebacker. You need to, the brothers need to be on the outside. You know, again, stereotype. I'm, I'm stereotyping motherfuckers saying they more athletic on the edge. The slow white boy in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Again, we stereotyping. So, hey, but even what? Who said who was it? What was the linebacker said? He had to keep up with the brothers. He had to take him some roids and shit. Shit. Play for Denver. Yeah. Romanowski. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Who, who, who fucking spit on fucking To? Or uh, nah, it was. Uh, it was our. It was a. It was the. It was the receiver that used played UCLA for all them years. Not Flipper yeah. Anderson. The cat after him played for the Rams for a while. What he's, I forgot. He's oh, on? Stokes. JJ Stokes. Oh, JJ Stokes. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, Remember yeah, Romanowski yeah, spit on him? Yeah. So I mean, it's crazy. We, yeah, we grew up with that stigma. You know. That stigma. That's how, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, it's some bullshit. I, I saw your post today, man, on Twitter. I know. Uh, I don't know if you know me and Darren Hagan, a real good friend. We grew up together, told to be enemy, and 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 we and I know that staff really well. I've I've talked to a lot of them today. I, plus, I got two players there. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody's shocked. I saw your 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 deal. Um, I I don't think Eric's going back. There's a reason he left UCLA. There's a reason he went to Colorado and never unpacked his shit in the house <laughs> and left again to the Vikings. But you know, I think he's at the level he wants to be at. Um, and and I, I do agree with your post. I 
I think it what probably is a step back going to Colorado for him. Um, you know, why, yeah. why, why risk it? You're, you're right there at the door. You know, fucking stick it out. You're with one of the best head coaches with the most uh, – the biggest reputation for helping brothers out in the coaching world, him and Bruce Arians, arguably. And you so got a cold quarterback, Dylan. You got a cold QB, and you got <laughs> the coldest weapons. I mean, uh, Dude, shit, you know. You'd be a fool to go to Colorado. Yeah. I, I, quarterback, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, would, it would be a foolish move on his yep. part. I don't, yep. I don't know if the NFC at all. Yeah. Uh, but if I did, I'd text him like, hey, man, don't do it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, his ass to do it if they pay him uh, six, seven million a year like they did your boy. Right, that they, he gonna, he'll make he'll make that as a, he make him. I mean, he makes, he makes a couple right now as OC. You know, uh, get, some like, that, get some of that booster money. He he'll go back. Yeah, you know, it's just crazy, man. I got I got some questions. That's some real shit, man. I wanted to holler at you about because I just I, I real recognize is real, man. I don't know if you know the situation. Ohio State had two brothers uh, arrested and charged with rape, kicked off the team the other day. Um, I don't know if you know that it hasn't hit a lot of news, but it's out there. I, I, I got a player there, and and so I've dealt with this for a long time. You know, I, I've I've done this with. I've sent two hundred twenty five plus guys Division One twenty seven NFL. I've had eight in the Super Bowl at the same time. I've done some things a lot of people haven't done. At the same time, I've never had a kid get kicked out of a four year when he leaves me. I've never had a kid get arrested when he leaves me, and I've never had a cat accused or arrested or charged with rape or assault under my watch now knock on wood kudos i'm not trying to boast or whatever but i think there is some meat and potatoes to my discussion here i don't think that these coaches who make these millions of dollars proof in the pudding you know tucker i like tucker and i've known him a long time but he left after signing day, after he makes a tweet, and after, and I know he's taking shit and getting bashed. I'm not mad at the brother because he's a brother that got a big time job and got double the salary. And I, I'm like, fuck. I think there's things he could have managed better, though. He can't. He can, no question. Not leaving. No question. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and Spree just talked about it. Like, I'm always, I'm no always doubt. open to any opportunity that no comes doubt. my way. I got to evaluate it for what's best for me and my family. No doubt. And go from there. Everybody can respect that. I, I have a hard no time doubt. with saying I'm definitely not leaving. You know, and that's a, just part of the discussion. Me and we were just talking about arguing. You know, the brother now, a brother, will get a negative eye content. He'll have a negative rap in the paper. He's going to take a beating. But then you've had Saban say the exact same fucking thing and go to Miami Dolphins. Or <laughs> leave there and go back to Alabama. I'm staying here and the next day you're in Alabama. So, like... It's about the content and how the context, excuse me, and how you say it or when you say it. And I think Mel fucked himself by saying that, being with some influential people last night in a meeting at uh, Colorado's with some boosters, and, and then uh, and then and then even as early as early this morning was on the phone with kids. So I mean, uh, yeah. well, I'm like, well, you know, you know fuck, yeah. I mean, they don't give a fuck about you though. No, nah, you know what I'm saying. Right. Like, I don't blame him. Not fuck the boosters. Yeah, fuck. I'm not. Colorado, it's just the kids. You know, I've been through that. You know, with the kids coming in and they, you know, coming into a coach and 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 you they they think you're there, the pillar. You know what I'm saying? And you just kind of that's for the you know for me it's the kids. Yeah, and I really wouldn't even feel bad for the kids if they could leave in the same way that coach leave. Right, they could right. leave like he just left. Then who are we to say anything? Then yeah. I'd be I'd be picking up and, and 
packing my shit up and getting out yep. in the same way. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's the rough part. If they man. afford the kids the same year, yep. afford the kids the same freedom before these dudes are getting paid. They need to five, six million dollars a year. Yeah, yeah right they, about they that. need to because you know the the coaches don't make this cheese uh without those kids mm-hmm. just so everybody's clear and the colleges don't make that money and they don't get libraries they don't get computer labs they don't get fucking you know 100,000 in the mm-hmm. crowd in the stands every year you know last time I checked 100,000 people didn't come watch a math exam yeah. so my thing is that is what fuels these people and obviously there's a reason the head football coach makes 10 times as much as the president of the institution. Mm. And there's reasons for that. And and people don't like to discuss those things, but it's mostly, and let's just be real, it's mostly black kids that are out there paying these motherfuckers this big money. And so for him, you know, we recruit mostly black kids now. I'm just, let's be real. Mm-hmm. And and you go out and uh, you, you, you tell these kids this thing and that and you leave. I mean, it is what it is. Each his own. I'm not going to, I'm not bashing Mel because I don't know the situation. Uh, you know, I know he spent some time up there. I know he was at Ohio State. He knows that northern region. Uh, there's a lot of good football up there. Uh, I love recruiting Detroit and Ohio, um, you know, but uh, they're tough, still milled kids. I mean, I love the area. But my thing is, um, the reason I have a beef with the whole situation is, like, I've talked to a couple coaches. I ain't going to say their name this morning that are there, buddies of mine, but you know, those, you were only there a year. You went five and seven and you were there one year. Now, if you were there three years, I'll agree with Spree and you say, they were going to fucking fire me anyway. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. I'm out. <laughs> but you were there a year and, you know, I still agree with Spree a little bit at the same time. Fuck them. I'm going to get out before. But at the same time, you know, you're building something. You, you tweeted that shit out, which makes it worse. I mean, you know, I know about tweets, but you know, uh, so it, it's, 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 it's crazy. But going back to my question to you, um, and it kind of relates to this whole Mel Tucker and Colorado deal. You know, the, the Ohio State kids get kicked out uh, after I explained my situation, never having a kid get kicked out, et cetera, et cetera, rape charge, whatever. You know, is there a disconnect, in your opinion, with these millionaires who are coaches and these kids? I'm not going to say black kids or white kids. I, I think it's kids in general. Mm-hmm. Um, are they? Is there a disconnect because they're easily persuaded to leave this that kid in that school for another school and there's a lack of investment in the kid. I've seen it. I'm telling you my thought. I guarantee you. I, I 100% agree with what I'm saying and I think that is the truth because I, I've had 20,000 times worse kid. Like I've had the worst kid in the world play for me. The worst of the worst that I've still sent on to major power fives and to the NFL and taught them because I invested. I had them. Uh, I, I think there's a huge discussion here to be had, but I'm 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 wondering your thought because two Ohio, two Ohio Karen, State Karen kids. kids goes a long way. Yeah. Um, and just being invested in them as a person, I can't say anything bad about Ohio State's coach. Uh, just because right, I've got a good relationship with it, and I think that he does. Yeah, and I'm not saying that every single time in every sure. situation that sure. he correlates, sure. but I think that you end up creating a good track record when you do care about guys. You invest in them. You, you, they know that you really care about them as a person. They're going to do the same for you to make sure they take care of the program that they're leaving behind, and they know that you're putting them in a good position to not only be successful on the field, but successful in the next steps. So I think that is important that these coaches – but that's one of the reasons that I got up coaching in the traditional sense right. is because I wanted to just get, like, suits for guys so they have interviews sure. uh, when they got done in college. 
and they didn't have that same vision. Yep. They were just like, that's not a job. That's not what we're here for. And I'm like, no you guys don't care about the kids. Nope. You don't care about what they're doing after this. Yep. Uh, and, and on that team, we had a lot of guys who rebelled against that coaching staff, mm-hmm. um, the administration. It was because of the little things. We didn't go out of our way to show the kids that we cared, take an extra step. And in turn, they wanted to do those things for you. And then when they're in tough situations, they don't necessarily make those bad decisions. They give you a call. Yep. Maybe you can help them out. Maybe they were drunk. They let you know because they know you care about them and they know you'll go get them yep. rather than making those bad decisions. No question. I've had it happen. Trust me. I know. I get those calls. I tell them, you better fucking call an assistant or me or whoever. Right. But you got to... Right. You gotta have a relationship for that kid to run through that wall for you, or he'll he'll say "fuck you" too and make a left at the stop sign and, and not make a right. But you know, uh, my thing is, and I'm not bashing Day or any of those guys. I, I I'm just saying in general, you know, you've had it happen at 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 Baylor. You've had it happen at at different places, Indiana, fucking Miami. I mean, you name it, it's happened. Um, it's just you know, is it is it in your estimation that the coach is looking for the next big payday? and don't really have time to talk to 100 kids on his team every year and build that relationship year in, year out. When they're really there, let's really put time on this thing. If you're talking about Power 5 coaches, they're, they're let's say, a year and a half. I mean, that's really what the time frame is. You're, you're, mm. you're a year and a half, and you don't even go through a recruiting cycle. Like, you don't even go through a class. So, yeah, uh, man. A lot of these college coaches are honestly just shitty people. No question. Really, they <laughs> no doubt. No I mean, I think let's be real. they're just shitty people, and they've done whatever they could to get ahead. Like, just becoming a, a, a power five coach, it takes a lot of effort. There's a lot of backstabbing that goes into mm-hmm. it, throwing other people on their bus so that you can work your way up the system. Yep. A lot of that stuff, the people who end up getting in some of these positions are um, a lot Horrible. of times just, just bad people. Oh, yeah, you, you and they can't it. fucking coach. They couldn't hold my nutsack when it comes to coaching. So <laughs> that's the cold part about it. And I and I and everybody I tell them straight in their face in my damn office too, like, you motherfuckers are horrible. And yeah. how you got a job is fucking unbeknownst to me. But and shame on the damn president and the A D because they're fucking horrible too, because they don't do any fucking research or background. You know what I'm saying? It's just like let's just recycle the same motherfucker that got fired at Baylor, let's bring his ass over here. And it's like, it's just unbelievable to me why they don't pay a guy, let's just say, like you, like me, there's a ton of friends I got. Let's pay him 500 grand, make them prove their worth, put them on a year-to-year, give them a million or $2 million staff pool, and let's see, go get him good assistance, and let's see if he's worth it. But you want to pay a dude off $17 million to leave your fucking place to rehire another motherfucker that just made the same amount of money at a different place who still did not win. I mean, let's be real about it. There's only two or three coaches that are power five guys that you can really say are worth the money. Um, Nick, Dabo, and and you really can't say Ed yet. And I'm good friends with Ed, but like Ed's going to have to win again this year or he's yep. a one-hit wonder. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and let's be real. And, and you know... You know, you could even say, and I'm good friends with James Franklin. Like, is James really that elite guy? I mean, he hasn't done it yet. Like, so there's really only a couple dudes, man, that everybody else is fucking recyclable, and they're the same old cat. Like, they don't, they don't win. They don't, they don't dominate or or turn it over. Like, you can argue that at least if there were better cats out there doing hustling a little harder, you would make it harder on Davo and Nick in the recruiting world. At least grab one of the five-star kids or these three-star kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they're getting them all. It's, it makes no sense to me. And you got Kirby getting kids in Georgia. But but I'm just saying, like, it's 
it's a it's it's a crazy world that it's, it's a different world, man. I'm just gonna tell you since I played, and I mean you're ten years younger than me, but still, it's it's pretty much the same era, and uh, you know, I don't think uh, vibration. I don't think that um, you know that these kids are really getting invested in uh, by these coaches because they're so they're so eager to leave, and and we saw it today, and unfortunately, so. Um, what what's your thoughts, man, on the Dak Prescott deal? Is he worth the money? Um, I mean, yeah. I, the the reason I think that he's worth the money is because of what guys are going to be getting paid very very shortly after he gets his contract. So you're saying the marketplace, the market set? Yeah, you just you worth whatever you know. what I'm saying the mm-hmm. market says that you're worth, and he'll be a top, I don't know, top twelve quarterback. That that affords you the ability to get thirty five million dollars a year. <laughs> so, right, right, right. Which is what it is. Like, I'm not the one who's going to go to the table pound and say, "Yo, I think Dak's great. I think he's a good quarterback. Right. I think he's better than Kirk Cousins, and he's getting thirty and some change." You know what I'm saying? Like, right. It, it, you're just you're worth what the market says you're worth. Right. what it is, and um, I know that Mahomes and Deshaun are probably going to be going close to forty million dollars. Right. I was. Dak, I think that thirty million dollars would be a slap in the face. Like, yeah, I'm not. I don't right. think I'm ten million dollars cheaper than these now, guys. See, I would argue. <laughs> I would argue, and I'm not a Kirk Cousins fan, but I would argue, why is he better? Kirk Cousins won a playoff game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just keeping it real. Like, my, my thing is with Dak, and 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 no offense to Dak or whatever. I, you know, you're leaving the Troikman era. I'm a Troikman guy, so you know, obviously. Uh, you're trying to live up to him, and then you had Tony Romo, who had a great skill set, but just didn't have the it factor, in, in my opinion. Who to play? He couldn't win the game, uh, the game. So then you have uh, Dak comes along, who's got a good skill set and stuff, but like I don't know what he's done differently than anyone else, or any, maybe even the top three or four college guys coming up. I mean, I think I think the NFL quarterback play is very average or below average as a whole. And I think Mahomes set the bar so high that I don't think you can pay Dak that money. I don't think you can because Dak's not going to get paid $35 million by any other fucking team in the league. Let's be real. No one else is going to pay him that money. So who else is going to pay him? Who else is going to pay him $35, dog? Let's be real. I'm trying to think who who yeah. a, who needs. I bet them. the Bucks are paying thirty five. Nah, bet, they, they, um, they already got James. The same type of cat to me. I mean, they're very similar. I don't know why. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Uh, <laughs> let me yeah, tell you this. Do, do, do you think? Do you think that Bruce is is eager to get rid of James? Yep. I don't. I think that. I think that. I actually think James is a solid quarterback. Me too. He's turned the ball over too much. I think he has a that's young. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but James is probably gonna get. Uh, well, he he can't get franchise this year. He no. can get thirty. Yeah, but I bet you Bruce will keep him over trying to get Dak. I bet you Bruce has. Yeah, a, Bruce knows what he has. Like he's he's long. He's big. He's a he's a he's I a. Bet the, I bet the Chargers would love to have Dak at 30, 34. 5 yeah. this year. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. the Rams would love yeah. to have him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my team. I just, how much is Jared Goff getting? Shit. Jared Goff is like thirty three point four. Yeah, so yeah. you're definitely not gonna pay me less than Jared yeah, Goff. Right, right. That, that, that's where I started. See, I just, I just think that they set the bar too high for these average scrub cats. I mean, I'm just not. I'm just. I'm. I'm not a golf yeah, guy. No, I'm no. Not, yeah. Yeah, that's for the cold sure. part. Yeah. But, but, but it's just like that's what the market is now. Once no, you not say these sorry do that, you right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. I gotta get my. Nah, I hear you. I hear you. I just fuck, man. It's tough. I don't know. People are bad. You know, I don't. I don't know what they're gonna do. Are they? You know, they're talking about Brady and and trading Dak. I mean, it, 
It's that, interesting, that's man. That's some bullshit. <laughs> that's a slap in the face, man. You know when Dallas got the money to pay whatever. I, I wouldn't even want to play there no more if I was fucking Dak Prescott. Nah, you got I, it. I wouldn't even want to play there, even if you fucking paid me $50 million a year. <laughs> yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Just they on GP. Yeah, I don't Just know. on hey, GP. I'm Dak, I'm going to take chips, though. All right, I don't want to deal with y'all, but I am because I get that extra Dallas Cowboy endorsement money, too. Yeah, so right. Give me yeah. all that. That's too much money being a U.S. America's team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I argue this, man. I argue this with you, and you know it better than me. You deal with these guys. I argue that there's three cats worth the money. I say it's Tom Brady because of the rings on his finger. I still think Tom's a system guy. I don't know if if the system makes him or he makes a system. I think he's a system guy, but uh, I, he's one though. So you know, people were saying I, I, my boy Marcellus, who I had on this show, and we grew up together. Uh, Wiley, him and Jason Whitlock were talking yesterday that Tom Brady's a is a downgrade from Dak. I don't agree, only for the simple fact that Dak has done nothing. Tom Brady has a reputation of a historical one at that. Uh, I don't think you can get worse with Tom even at 43, which will be in August. But yeah, I really at, believe in Tom. Because, huh? No, I don't. I, I'm just. I'm That's saying. That's a great, great hey, white hope. Man. You know what I'm hey, saying? Hey, Fuck hey, Tom. Hey, Quinn. I remember when you just did that about about Peyton Manning too, and then yep. whatever that second year in yep. Denver, he just fell off a cliff. Yep. There's one point where Tom Brady just gonna fall apart. I, I think <laughs> no he doubt. I think he played pretty well this year. I'm not gonna say he played bad. No doubt, he didn't no have doubt. anything around him. But he had nothing around him. Yeah. He didn't be like worse, but but let's be real. Jerry now, Jones once what? Now, yeah. He wants one ring for you guys. Yep. And let's Tom Brady get you one like Peyton got Denver one. <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a strong opinion there. I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is my three that's worth it though. I think Tom Brady's worth it because he's one only. Okay. And me, me. Uh, Ray Lewis and Eddie George had this conversation in depth and in person smoking a cigar a while back. We we all said if he was in the AFC Central, AFC West, NFC West, uh, NFC East even, he's not the same guy. All right? We agree. I don't think – I think he gets beat up by the Ravens and the Steelers every year or the or the Colts and the, and, the, and the Denver and the Raiders. I mean, it just depends if he was there. He was in the weakest conference of all time for his duration of his career. So – He's won though. I think you got to lean on that because of he's the rings, and I, so Tom Brady's one that would be worth the money. I say Aaron Rodgers is two because of his skill set. I think is still right up there. I don't know if he'll win another one, but he's up there. And then I think Mahomes obviously uh, now. So so I don't know if anyone else is worth that money. But you paying golf like you said, you're paying these dudes this money and cousins and fucking you know uh, Wentz. Um, to me, Wentz is the most overrated motherfucking whole NFL. I mean, that's just straight up. I think Wentz <laughs> is overrated as shit. So Wentz doesn't even want to play our game. He is overrated as shit, and I don't know why people still swing from the cat nuts. I don't understand it. But that's because <laughs> Dan Orlowski likes him. So that oh that shit, that, he's uh, another you know snap. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> man, I don't know, man. I. I don't know. I think those are the three guys, and after that, I think everybody else you could throw in the fucking middle of the <laughs> lake and pick them out and be be solid with them with yeah. a, with a good team around you. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. But uh, where, where, where's your stance with paying these cats, man, in the NCAA? You gotta get these dudes some checks. I don't yeah. know how you gonna do it. Right. I, I think that you know people always say like it would create a larger gap. I, I'm not sure that it would because you can get. That five-star kid at school close to home, like, yeah, we're mm-hmm. about to max you out. Mm-hmm. However much money we can pay you, we're going to pay you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they could give them more than they could get it somewhere else. All the facilities would end up getting closer to the, the same because people would stop putting all this dumbass money in the facilities. No doubt. Like they're not going to spend $100,000 on, on a slip and slide and yeah. question anymore. They're going to put it in the kids' pocket. Yep. So there'd be, there'd be a couple of those top kids who end up going to different schools just because that school has more money budgeted for them. Um, no doubt. But I think they got to get paid. There's no reason that all the, everybody else involved in college sports should be getting paid. And then I, and I don't want to hear about Title IX, this or that. Pay the people who are bringing in the money. Fair market value, like every other thing in the country. Uh, we pay everybody else with the words, no reason they shouldn't get it. Right, right. So let me ask you this. Uh, you know, there's uh, there's all this talk, man. Do you know Do you know Ramon Robinson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. okay. Good. Yeah. Carolina, right? Yep. 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 He's a good friend of mine, man. That's uh, where I get. We use. I recruit him a lot. We talk a lot of philosophy stuff, and and uh, obviously, I was I I I was raised up and used to coach for Steve Clarkson, obviously out here. So, um, years ago, um, you know, we we don't see eye to eye anymore. But that's a whole other <laughs> thing. But uh, you know, it is what it is, man. But you know, um, I. I I saw that uh, Lavar Arrington gave a shout out to to Ramon the other day on on uh, on Fox and and uh, and Clarkson and these other quarterback guys. I think I don't know if he said your name or not, but um, I think he said, uh, "What's my man's name? What's the other cat? Uh, oh, what's my other name? What's my other cat's name? The the one at Whitfield, George, George, George Whitfield, yeah, 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 yeah. George. George. So. Um, you know, he mentioned some cats, and that was good of him. I thought that recognizing cats that's out there doing things like you and 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 Jordan and and cats individualized coaching, you know, I thought it was a big deal for Lavar to say. But um, you know, it's it's interesting, man, out there. Like you know, it's just crazy. I, there's two things thinking about this NCAA pay thing. There's a, there's there's paying them for their duration of their scholarship, which is ten semesters or five years, just like a scholarship would. And then there's the likeness deal. Um, See, I'm against the likeness deal. My my good friend Ed O'Bannon is the reason this has all come up. We played high school basketball together at Artesia. So he uh he started the suit with the NCAA, obviously, for the NCAA game and all that. But, you know, uh I think if you pay the likeness part of it and the kid gets hurt, who the fuck's gonna buy the kid's jersey? Nobody gives a fuck about the guy that gets hurt. So let's pay them for their ten semesters or their five years, like they're they're due on a scholarship and then you fluctuate the five star to three star. Cause most five stars we all know are pretty shitty at the end of the day. The super bowl had like two five stars in the game. So let's, 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 let's be real and, and break it down that way. And, and, and let's pay them for the duration of their scholarly. And then you, 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 you do it like a D two model and you, you base it up on scholarships and you, you work it that way on how much money each guy gets. Um, but you pay for the likeness, man. I'm scared that a kid gets hurt, blows out his knee. His NFL career is done. Number one. Now he has to beg the coach to be a grad assistant or something to get in the business. Um, and then his Jersey sales don't, they're done. I mean, nobody's going to buy his Jersey anymore mm-hmm. or buy anything else. Cause they've forgotten that, you know, it's a, what have you done for me lately? Business or world, basically world that we live in. So, uh, I I'm, I'm for the, I'm for the pay straight up. I'm not for the likeness deal. So we'll see in tw- two years how, how it unfolds. But I think they do need to get paid because these coaches are making millions. The institutions are making billions and you know, you, you get millions just to go to a BCS bowl game. So, and the school eats that money up pretty well. I mean, you, you're building computer labs, academic buildings, 
uh, et cetera, et cetera, with that money. It's not just people think it just goes to football and build a new slip and slide at Clemson. You know what I mean? That's not how it works. But uh, there's, there's Title IX and there's everything else involved, as we know. So, um, but I don't know, man. It's interesting. I, we're we're going to see how it goes. But so what, so what do you got going? Do you work at, do you work with Jordan Palmer or Carson or any of them? Nah, nah, nah. I'm on my own. Okay. Um, know those guys well. Yeah. Um, talk to them a good bit. Yeah. But I've been been running my own shop since 2011. Yeah, um, yeah. Been, been, been just growing. No doubt, no doubt. We got to link up, man, and hook up, man. I, I'd be interested to sit down with you, man. And when are you in L.A. again? I'll be in L.A. in, uh, I actually got to go up there in like two weeks. Oh, okay. Shit. Well, how long are you out here for? I'll be out there. What am I in about there for? I'll be out there for one day, actually. Okay, got you. Well, coming in, coming in, getting out. I got you. Um, well, we have to hook up, man. We'll stay in touch. I, I, uh, I got a. Uh, y- have you seen the show Better with Age? Nah. About Drew Bledsoe. Nah. The six E sixty piece, uh, the little E sixty joint. Um, you should watch it, man. I, do you think Drew Bledsoe's a Hall of Famer? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> but I guess if Eli's a Hall of Famer, he's, nah, he's not a Hall of Famer. He yeah. can't be, right? Anything's possible I mean, with Eli's you know. in there. Well, Eli won two Super Bowls, fellas. That cat's got to understand. <laughs> I was telling this cat Spree the other day, Quincy. I, you know, Eli has a resume that 90% of today's NFL quarterbacks will never have. Think about how cold that is. What I just said is cold game, bro. 90% of the quarterbacks playing right now will never have the fucking resume Eli Manning has, bro. Think about it, homie. That's, it's, it's that's, to, that's, that's, I, I don't disagree. Is Terrell Owens in? Eli was the reason, he wasn't the reason his team was winning a lot of those games. Yeah. Now, nah, but he wasn't – he also – he wasn't Trent Dilfer either with Ray Lewis on defense, and he, he throws one pop pass to Shannon Sharp for a 99-yard touchdown and <laughs> only, only asked to throw the ball three times. You know what I'm saying? Eli threw the ball 30 times – uh, 25, 30 times in both Super Bowls. So, I mean, it wasn't like he was being handcuffed like that. I mean, and if you think about it, Victor Cruz was a, one of his wideouts. He had, uh, who do he have? Fucking uh, Shepard. Who, who's the Kevin 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 Tyree? The, Tyree is another one. They were good, but, I mean, they're not They're not T.O., Randy Moss. Fucking, they're, they're not those type of guys. I mean. Uh, Put T.O. in and then talk to me about fucking Manny. Yeah, I mean. You know what I'm saying? Let's start with that, man. I I hate that shit. Remember, though, quarterbacks are always going to have, just like like Heisman Trophy, bro, quarterbacks are going to be the guy that gets the edge. I mean, I don't give a fuck what you say. I don't care what color you are. Quarterbacks are going to get the Heisman. Quarterbacks are going to get the MVP. Quarterbacks are going to get in the Hall of Fame. That's bullshit, too. I don't know why. I mean, I don't know if you agree, Quincy, but quarterbacks are going to have the edge on getting in. It is the hardest position of all sports, so let's be real. Little backer is. That, That is a fact. So, I mean, you know, people ranked the top five hardest sport positions years ago. I remember that. It was quarterback was one. I think fucking uh, D- DB, I think, was actually two. And then I think it was like point guard. And then I think it was like center. And then I think it was like hockey goalie or some shit. I remember this was like <laughs> like 10, 12 years ago. I remember some guys did a study, and I thought it was pretty funny. But I know quarterback is by far the hardest position to play. And, and you did the go to the hero, brother. You know how that goes. So... Um, it is what it is, man. But nah, man. Hey, I, I appreciate you coming on, Quint. Man, we have to do it again, man. And uh, maybe it'll be around. What, what, before we leave, what's your thoughts on the XFL? I think the XFL is gonna be. 
I think it, it, it has a chance to be here for about two or three years. So enough enough time for some guys to make a couple of dollars, but it ain't gonna <laughs> stay long unless they can figure out how to get um, the guys coming straight from high school to go to the XFL and really create some buzz, or steal a couple of freshmen and sophomores from the really? college ranks. Really, oh. that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, that is. I think. Well, I, I was I got lucky enough to be part of. The interview process, obviously, I was up for a job um, before all my little bullshit happened. So uh, I was up for one of the gigs there, and I got to see the breakdown and the inner, inner workings of it. And uh, Vince is no dummy, obviously. He did it the, the one year, and it lasted one year because he tried to compete with the NFL, which we know is a no-no. Um, mm-hmm. I think they've got seven to nine years sustainability with this plan and the model that they've done and i saw it from the inside out so i have a bias because i've saw it um i'd be surprised if it didn't last at least five um but i think it's a much better thought out model this time around and i think america has enough good football players that i think it can be sustained Mm -hmm. that the talent level on the field i mean i got a few players playing in it isn't bad man they, those dudes were walking around running around full go trying to knock your head off because obviously they're trying to get that league shot but also there's a couple college kids that transfer portal kids that set out and said fuck it i've played my three yeah. that are playing in the league right now and can still get drafted in april so you know there's a few good things about it and i think the marketability of it uh, the market piece of you see everything you see is xfl right now and i think they're doing a hell of a job with that so I know he spent some money on it. I know he's got ESPN, Fox, and ABC. I mean, those are three conglomerates that the AAF didn't have, the, that that type of shit, you know, Arena League. Um, so, And it's Coach Well. It's coach, coach Well, well yeah. It looks like good football. So, yeah. I mean, I like watching it. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think you need to figure out how to get the, the viewers locked in and, and find yeah. the guys they really like. First week, I mean, it had higher rating than the NBA, but that's always going to be – uh, when you got the WWF WWE owner Vince McMahon, he, you know he's gonna have that 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 first few weeks of eye candy. But you know, I, I try to tell people a lot of people don't think about shit. We also had great weather for the first week that you could possibly have in the United States. I mean, the East Coast was 41 degrees in DC and New York. I mean, usually this time it's snowing, flurries, and you're gonna have shit <laughs> shit shit games. You know what I'm saying? So it, it helped the XFL in that regard as far as the viewership. So. I think, uh, you know, we'll see, man. It's going to be interesting. Uh, L.A. plays at home this week at the Home Depot Center, and uh, he fired uh, Pepper Johnson. My boy he fired hmm. after after game one. And, and <laughs> I got a few players there, so I, I know some insight. I'm not going to blast nobody, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. But uh, Are you a quarterback coach? Did you check out some of the quarterbacks, and did you critique them, you know, on your own? What you think about the quarterback play? I, I, I like the the guy that came from was it PJ Walker who was with the Indianapolis Colts Temple mm-hmm. Temple kid. Was, yeah yeah Temple dude I, I like watching him I'm surprised that they started Aaron Murray instead of the Flowers, Flowers guy at USF USF yeah kid, we'll yeah. see if he makes a change with that but those mm-hmm. are the only two games like I really watched okay Jordan Tamu uh, he's a kid at St Louis he, he's a Polynesian kid I recruited out of Hawaii he uh, when I was at Garden City he he's a kid. Um, that played decent uh, St. Louis team that they beat uh, Dallas, Bob Soup's team. But uh, other than that, uh, you know, it's pretty average. I mean, shit, it is what it is. You know, you're not going to get the fucking first-round Heisman kid. You're going to get the kid that got cut or, or didn't even have a shot at the league. You know what I mean? So uh, it's what makes it exciting to me, though. I think you can run RPO. I think you can run some triple. I think you can do things that the NFL won't do as much of. You know what I'm saying? So I think you can still run college systems 
um, and be successful. Plus, the 25-second clock makes you go fast. So I think uh, even though the games were still three hours, <laughs> yeah. let's make no mistake about it, uh, you know, I think it, it's, it's, it's helping the game as far as the NFL is going to see things and maybe adopt some of those rules, obviously, um, that I think they will do. The kickoff, uh, the two-point, three-point, one-point play shit. I mean, but there's do, some things. Do you think – I mean, the quality, though, I mean – you say quality because you didn't make it to the league. Shit, we didn't make it to the league. We were some cold motherfuckers coming up. You know what I'm oh, saying? No, no, like, no, no. I, I don't. I never get that. Like, yeah, yeah, it don't yeah. look like the league, motherfucker. That's, Every motherfucking league cat didn't make it to the league. That that, that pisses me off too. But I'm, what I'm saying is, that's what I'm saying. To Quincy's point, I think America has a lot of good football players, yeah. and I think it could to be sustained. Um, but I also agree with Quincy saying that they're going to have to try it other ways. You know, you're going to still have to be out three years, in my opinion, to go to a professional league like the XFL uh, out of high school because yeah. of the injury, you know, mm-hmm. concussion. And, and, and most fans don't even know what really good football is. No, um, no doubt. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They just want to see people get hit. So yeah. if people are <laughs> enough, they might watch it. Or a long touchdown run or a catch or whatever. They don't know the ins and outs of it, but. I mean, it was, it was a few cats out of shape. You know, I heard some announcers talking about yeah. a couple of guys out of shape, but shit, they just fucking started two months ago. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. The league been around yeah. fucking 100 yeah. years. Yeah, they, I, mean, I mean, come on now. Let's, let's got, be real. You got, a, you got a boy throwing up uh, at the line of scrimmage in the slot and shit You're for right. Houston, you know. But that'll uh, get better, like you said, if it, stay, yeah. it stays around for five yeah. years. Yeah, yeah that'll yeah, get yeah, way yeah. better. Yeah, so it'll be interesting, man. But what, what's your next venture, man? You got anything going on, Quincy? Nah, man, I got a camp coming up March uh, yeah, March 14th, 15th, I got flight school, so I bring out 15 college quarterbacks, a few NFL guys to work with, like, we only let 30 high school, middle school quarterbacks come out. Yeah. They get an opportunity to like to train with uh, the top guys in the country. Yeah. Where at? It's going to be at Loyola High School in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. So, flight, flight school is the, is the name of the camp? Yes, sir. Yeah, I, got you. I, I, what, uh, I like that name. You what? know what I'm saying? The Tuskegee Airmen yeah. Flight School. We we were just talking about that name. Uh, we yeah. saw it. It was like, like it remind me of Tuskegee Airmen, the, 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 all the black, yeah. great black pilots. And, and that's what is, you know, yeah. that's what I, the feel I get from you is you coaching. You know, I'm not saying that everybody's black that's coming to your camp, but it yeah. gives me that feeling <laughs> of, uh, you know what I'm saying? You you on the right path <laughs> yeah. of, of creating some good pilots. You know what I mean? No doubt. No doubt. Yes, sir. What's your, what's your social media handle? Let everybody know. Uh, Instagram, uh, at Quincy Avery. Twitter, at Quincy underscore Avery. So I'm easy to find. Just put in my name. Got you, got mm-hmm. you, got you. Well, hey, man, it's been a pleasure, brother. Like I said, we'll have to chop it up some more, man. And uh, I appreciate you taking time to come on. And uh, we'll definitely hook up again and stay in touch, brother. All right, I appreciate it. All right, oh, Quincy. Yeah. Much love. Right, Peace. Sir, sir. Right, that was good. He, uh... He making a name for himself, man. He's uh, he's getting uh, he's getting big. He does a lot of Deshaun Watson. Like I said, he's he's coaching a lot of guys. Jordan Palmer hooked us up to him, and, and mm-hmm. he's a new next next big thing, man. And, and he knows a buddy of mine, Ramon Robinson. Shout out to Ramon out in South Carolina, Greenville. Um, he does a lot of things with quarterbacks, and uh, you know, coached a lot of those Clemson kids, and and so there's a lot of a lot of private trainers out there that a lot of people know on the underworld of it right but you know Stephen jackson Stephen a smith and all these other people ain't gonna know who he is right right but people that, are but but but, but quincy is on espn i mean he's getting he's getting uh he's known he's got all these nfl once you get nfl bodies underneath you you Maybe, know yeah. they're gonna have to say who's coaching you and then obviously that's how george woodfield made a name that's how 
uh, Jordan Palmer obviously played in the league, and mm-hmm. then, you know, it's easy to transition, a little easier than it is for a guy like uh, Quincy, but Quincy's made it. But he has dad that's coaching the NFL, too. So. Right, right. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe he get some of these XFL cats right, man. Yeah. I mean, that's another uh, yeah, yeah. lane. That's no, why no. I keep talking about yeah. the XFL. It's another lane yeah. I'm gonna start for cats like that. I'm going to start yeah. my shit up. Why not? Uh, yeah. Shit. I'm going to start my shit up. But all coaches out there listening, I'm going to start a coaches clinic, an all-inclusive one, a nationwide tour. I'll be uh, marketing that very soon, and I'll come to a school near you and clinic your staff, yourself, your staff. And uh, if you want a fucked up program? Go ahead and sign up, man. Yeah, if you want to win? Do your job. Call me up. I'll guarantee you <laughs> three to four extra wins a year. Uh, but we're gonna seriously, we're gonna be all inclusive. I'm gonna get after it. I'm gonna break down everything from recruiting to discipline, strength, conditioning, you name it. Uh, I'm gonna start that up and uh, check out my website therealcoachjb.com and uh, go on coachjbstore.com if you want some gear and uh, wear a rock a slapdick shirt like I'm wearing mm-hmm. or, a, or, a, or a hoodie like Spree's wearing and uh, and we'll get after it man but uh, it's episode 22 is in the Braps we'll see you Friday uh, with another special guest and then uh, we'll see you uh, next week uh, just me and Spree will be on on, uh, on Monday and then uh we might have Charlie Ward on Wednesday, former Heisman Trophy winner, Florida State, New York Nick, point guard, and we'll discuss uh, yeah. the structure. Keep of, it uh, coming. Tell your friends. Can't beat our guests, fellas, just so you know. <laughs> slap Dick Podcast in yeah. a Slap Dick way. Uh, yeah. Make sure you subscribe, man. All subscribe that. Subscribe to our YouTube. YouTube channel. I'm doing a giveaway free shout-out video Friday and a free book next week for anyone that subscribes to our YouTube channel. Screenshots me the proof. And then uh, we're going to pick it Friday, and then I'll do a, a free uh, video and a free signed book. So make sure you uh, follow our YouTube channel and uh, check us out. But for the real, for Spree uh, and for me, uh, we'll yep. holla at you Friday. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance to do it. for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Let's fight a guy, man. I'm just telling you. Codes, I don't want to fucking hear your mouth.